Hello, and welcome to another episode of Pinot and Perfume. As always, I am your host, Sarah Chacon. I hammered through the rest of a five-layer dip that we had in the fridge, and I am ready to talk fragrance. So we'll just get in right into it this week with this week's scent of the week, because I don't really have anything to bullshit about with you guys um, right this minute. Uh, This week's scent is Voce Viva uh, from Valentino. It came out last year. Uh, The face behind it is, or the face of the campaign is Lady Gaga. If you're like me, um, whenever you watched any sort of fragrance reviewer on YouTube, you got served an ad for Voce Viva all the time, like all the damn time. And any, I would go so far as to say any video, like every video you watched, you'd get served a Voce Viva at at least one point during your viewing experience. Um, So they probably lets me know they put in a lot of uh, dollars to market the hell out of this um, fragrance. And uh, in it, Lady Gaga sings a song along with some models. I mean, we know probably know the models aren't singing, they're just lip syncing, but um, you're probably well aware of this fragrance. The intense version was released this year. And yeah, I actually am working off of a purse spray that I got for free from Sephora, which we'll get into like how much it retails for. But if you have Sephora points, listen up, because the purse spray I got was it was 500 points and it was a 15 milliliter purse spray of Voce Viva. Uh, To compare, you can buy the 10 milliliter per spray from Sephora and probably Ulta and anywhere else who, you know, that sells this perfume, a 10 milliliter perfume per spray of this Voce Viva is going to run you $30. So if you have points to use for Sephora and you have enough and you have been interested in checking out Voce Viva, but maybe you didn't want to purchase a full bottle, you were on the fence for whatever reason, uh, definitely redeem the points because it's free and you get a full 15 milliliters, which is pretty generous, I think, for um, a reward. And it, the reward is named Celebrate Your Voice. I just checked it before recording. It's still available. So um, definitely something if you need to make a Sephora order of any sorts and you have some points to redeem uh, and you're kind of curious about this fragrance, definitely redeem for your points, save yourself some money, and get a better deal than just buying a purse spray outright. Now, I'm not incredibly familiar with Valentino. Now, I've sampled some at Ulta, um, and based on what I've sampled and what I used to own, which was Rock and Roll Couture, uh, I do like how they do their florals. I think they're well blended. I think they're pretty. I think they're fresh. And I would also like to take a moment of silence for said Rock and Rose Couture that I had to throw out last year because the rose went off after about eight years. The rose went off. So moment of silence, please. Okay. Now that we're done, here are the notes in Voce Viva. Let me look it up. So Voce Viva, on the top notes you have Italian bergamot, 
mandarin orange, and ginger. The middle notes you have orange blossom absolute, yellow gardenia, and the base notes you have crystallized moss and vanilla. Now I believe on my first impression, I post on Instagram, I mentioned that it kind of had like a slight powderiness to it. I take that back because, you know, it's first impression. And I mean, if you're not following me on Instagram, at Pinot and Perfume, first of all, but also what I do is I post a first impression post of a perfume that will that I will review at some point on the show. Um, and it's just going off of like one spray. I usually do it at night as I'm washing my face or after I'm washing my face. And I just jot down my thoughts really quick. And then I'll review it on, a, on the show after I've had some time to give it a full few full wear tests. And then I have like a more established opinion. So my initial review, what, or my initial first impression was that it had a little bit of a powderiness, but it was like light and floral and fun. I take back the powdery aspect. I think the better word for it is kind of effervescent and sparkling and bubbly. Um, there's no champagne notes or anything like that in this to make it, to literally make it have like a bubbly quality. It's just how I interpret kind of the citrus fruits up at the top and the ginger that um, they just come off as like zingy and bright and just sparkling and effervescent. And then you have the note, the, the floral notes under the bottom and then just like the vanilla and the moss just kind of anchoring it. But the overall effect I get is just a fun, bright, happy fragrance. It's a little bit juicy too, I would say, from those citrus fruits up at the top. Not incredibly juicy, but just a little bit. Um, I really like this one. I think it is such a good mood booster. Um, it's a really good, if you like me and you like to rotate your fragrances according to like seasonality, I think this is a good spring summer scent. I don't find it to be, it's a little bit sweet, but it's not cloying. It's more on the fresher side, but it's not like an aquatic freshy type of thing. It's just more of just a fun, bright, floral, um, slightly juicy perfume that um, I will say, you know, September 1st, I started rolling out all of my fall perfumes, um, but this has been kind of a nice break in between. As much as I love my fall perfumes, um, testing this has been a very nice break in between all of that. But having said that, this will be, uh, after this week, I will won't, probably won't spray this again until spring rolls around, because this is a really good spring summer. Um, I can see it doing well um, in the heat, in the cool, you know, spring cool, not fall, winter cool. And just being a good, fun, happy mood booster. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. Now longevity to me, I get about four hours. It's not going to last you all day and all night. It's not a beast mode. Um, I have had to reapply uh, like once, at least once throughout the day. So that's something to keep in mind, but I don't know if I want it to be a beast mode. You know, like I think it could be, well, also, I don't know how this compares to the intense version, but I think for what this is, it's a very nice, like moderate longevity um, 
sillage. You can smell it when you first spray it. I'd say maybe for about the first like 30 to 45 minutes. Then it does kind of settle down. So it's not going to like announce your presence before you enter a room. When you walk past someone, they may get a whiff, but only in that first like 45 minute window, then it kind of settles down. Um, so that's another thing to keep in mind. Again, I would wonder how this compares to the intense version that came out this year. I don't know. The intense version might fix all of, you know, not that performance is a problem, <laughs> but if you have tried Voce Viva or you want something that lasts a little bit longer than like four hours, the intense version might fix that. Again, I, I have not tested it, so I don't know. Um, but going off the original, I think it's really pretty, a really pretty fragrance, very fun, very bright, very bubbly, effervescent. Um, definitely puts a smile on my face, but probably put a smile on yours too. It's just a happy fragrance. It's just one of those fragrances that you smell and just makes you happy. Now, how much does happy run in terms of cost? Let's find out. Um, as I mentioned earlier, the 10 milliliter Eau de Parfum Perf Spray will run you $30. The 30 mil will run you $75. The 50 mil will run you $105. And the 100 mil will run you $135. So it's around the same, you know, it's a designer fragrance. The pricing reflects that. I haven't checked to see if it's made it to the discounters yet. Let me check that now. Let me check FragranceNet and see if it's on uh, the discounts website. So, oh, nope. Joining the coupon list. What you leave? Let's see. Uh, it's sold out. <laughs> so um, no longer on FragranceNet. Let me try Fragrance X. Let's see here. Uh, looks, looks like it is. Let's see. Oh, the 3.38 ounce Eau de Parfum spray is $152.15, which is the price with a coupon. So it's slightly bigger than the 3.4 ounce. Um, so it's a different size, so it is more expensive. I don't know if that's worth it. Let me check Fragrance Spray. Fragrancebuy.ca. It might still be too new to make it to the discounters just yet, but we'll see. Ochiviva. I know I keep pronouncing it with that really annoying accent. I'm sorry. Okay, all right. They currently have this for sale on fragrancebuy.ca. They are a Canadian discounter, but they do ship to the U.S. and they do sh will show prices in U.S. dollars. Um, let me click on this. So the 100 milliliter boxed is $113.52, um, and that is U.S. dollars, and that's the only size that they have. So that is a good deal compared to, I think, 135 retail. So it is on fragrancebuy.ca for the time being. Um, oop, I'll close out of it, but I'll 
link to that in the show notes if you're interested. Uh, so <clears throat> designer, designer pricing. Uh, will I buy a full bottle once I'm done with the purse spray? Probably not. Um, I mean, listen, I'm not going to be done with this purse spray anytime soon because of just my, all the perfumes that I have in my collection. Um, this will last me some time. So she's not going anywhere anytime soon. And I don't think I'm going to buy a full bottle just because I have so many florals already in my collection that I need to use some up. I mean, she's beautiful. And maybe in the future, um, once I kind of put a dent in some of my florals, might be a possibility. But right now, I'm happy with this purse spray. Um, again, I know I'm not going to use her up right away. She will be in my collection for at least another year or so. Um, I'll put more of a dent in her the spring, summertime. But I'm just going, she's in my collection now. I'm going to enjoy her while she's here, enjoy the scent. And then when she's gone, let her go, let her run free like a little bird. You know what I mean? So um, I think I'm very happy with uh, this reward, Sephora reward. And yeah, I'm happy to have her in my collection for the time being. Again, the reward name for Sephora is called Celebrate Your Voice. This is a 15 milliliter purse spray of Voce Viva. Um, it's 500 points. So again, if you have the points and maybe you were thinking about purchasing the purse spray of this scent um, or maybe getting a decant or maybe just going whole hog and buying a full bottle uh, or maybe you're on the, scent, uh, the fence about buying a full bottle, hold off and just redeem your your Sephora points. If you have, if you happen to be making an order anytime soon on Sephora, redeem your Sephora points. You get this for free and it's a better size than the 10 milliliter purse spray. Um, a really good, really good fragrance reward here. So that is my recommendation. Let me know what you think. I haven't heard a lot of people talk about Voce Viva. Like I haven't seen a lot of people posting about it online or even fragrance reviewers talking about it. Um, maybe when it first came out, people did review it, but nobody really seems to be talking about it. So I'm interested to know if you have experience with this scent, if you like it, um, or if you're interested in picking it up, um, let me know. All right, fragrance in the news. First up, we have, this is from CBR.com, and the title is Smell Like a Cyberpunk with Ghost in the Shell French Perfume. Um, that is correct. Uh, the French perfume brand Etat Libre de Rouge uh, just released a scent called The Ghost in the Shell. It is inspired by the anime. Um, I believe my husband and I did watch, my husband's really into anime and I watched a little bit with him. I believe we did see this one. Um, I couldn't tell you what it's about. According to this article, it inspired movies like the Matrix trilogy, um, video games like Metal Gear Solid and Cyberpunk 2077. So it's like, or 2077, I don't know why I said that year like a robot. Um, but it's 
so it's the anime is very like futuristic science fictiony um that kind of vibe and you might have if you haven't heard of the anime you might have heard of the movie they did a live action movie a couple of years ago featuring scarlett johansson as the main character and that got a lot of negative publicity because uh she is a white woman and trying to portray the main character of a japanese anime movie uh so there was a lot of uproar about that because they thought an asian actress should play her uh, so maybe that, at least the name sounds familiar. But anyway, it's Hat Lieb Dorge, a release of this Ghost in the Shell. Uh, it comes in three sizes, 30 mil, 50 mil, and 100 mil. The 30 mil is 58 bucks. The 50 mil is $98. And then the 100 mil is $159. Now, what does it smell like? I'm going to read you the notes. I don't know because on the website, the notes on the like a Tat Lieb Dorge website, the main notes are a lot of like um, trademarked trademark notes and like chemically names. And I tried to look most of them up to see like what they smell like. And I didn't really get very far on them. So I went to Parfumo and they broke it down and put the the notes um, into uh, English to where my dumb ass can understand. So your top notes is Aquil, which is a trademark, one of the trademark, I guess, laboratory made fragrance notes. I tried to look up Aquil. I could find the trademark for it. I couldn't find how it smells, but I'm just assuming it's like an aquatic type of situation. Like doesn't smell like water, but you know what I mean? If you're familiar with fragrances and you're familiar with like aquatic fragrances, this is probably, I'm just gonna say because they took the, the word Aqua and put an L on the end of it and trademarked it. It's an aquatic note of some sort. Clean, probably. Anyway, you've got Aquil. Yuzu and pear. Your middle notes are jasmine absolute, lily of the valley, and sensual skin accord. I don't know what that is. On the website, they call it a milky skin accord. So maybe it's going to be a little lactonic smelling. I don't really fucking know. The bottom notes you have oak moss absolute, vanilla, and orchinox. And did I look up? Orkinox. No. Um, wait, did I? Because what I have, what do I have bookmarked? Yeah, I did. Okay. So it's like a musk. Orkinox is a musk. Um, I guess it's there to kind of like make sure the perfume lasts long and gives you a nice sillage. So it's a type of musk. So what this tells me is that this might be an aquatic fruity floral that might smell a little bit lactonic and slightly musky and woody. And I know that's not revolutionary because I'm literally just formulating this from the notes I read to you, but I don't know. Um, it sounds like it could be very pretty actually there, but I'm not a big anime fan. I'm not like a gimmick like this doesn't get me hard. I don't say that to make me sound like I'm above gimmicks because listen, your girl bought the damn Little Mermaid fragrance from Define Me Fragrances. 
last year? No, not last year. Um, I think at the end of 2019, uh, because I love Little Mermaid. Um, that was my favorite Disney movie growing up. She's my favorite princess. And I saw the, um, you know, all the press about it and I did order it and I have sold it since cause it was good, but it wasn't that good. Um, yeah, so I fall for gimmicks. Okay. I also did that kicks. Remember that Kickstarter that I supported where they were trying to make a perfume that smelled like space update on that. They're still selling it cause they like, they superseded their goal. And then they made one that smelled like the moon, which I opted not to get. I wanted the one that smelled like space, but I still have not shipped. Um, I still have not received that bottle. Apparently, if you go, like if you looked up, it's called like Ode to Space is the Kickstarter name. And that's the name of the um, the perfume. A lot of complaints are people who did not receive their bottles or if they did, the bottles were leaking and they said it smelled gross. I mean, I'm not sure what I'm expecting to smell like space. I knew that would be a gimmick. Okay. Um, they said that the that the um, there was a little bit of controversy because the Kickstarter um, people or the campaign people said that their the fragrance was formulated in London, I believe, and then people were when they got their shipment notifications, it was coming from China. Um, so that's a big red flag. Mine is over a year late at this point. Um, it just I guess it got lost. Um, it just said it was shipped from China and that's it. I'm not too, I'm not too sad. Like, yeah, I'm out 30 bucks, but if it smells as terrible as everybody's saying it is, and it's coming in all leaky and looking like a hot mess, I don't want it anyway. So yes, all that to say, A, don't buy Oda Space if you run across press for that Kickstarter campaign. And B, I am not above gimmicks. I'm just, an anime is just not my type of gimmick that would make me excited to purchase it. But if that is yours, you can pre-order it. I think that they're going to start shipping September 30th. And uh, yeah, let me know what you think if you're excited for it um, or not. All right. So the second one has to do with Amouage. And this is from cosmeticsdesign.com. And apparently they're trying to beef up their presence in the U.S. market. Now, I was kind of confused when I read this because at least from being online, like in my fragrance groups that I met on Facebook and like reading reviews and stuff, it seems like people are buying Amwash fragrances. So maybe they're just, I think that maybe they're just trying to tap into that increased demand. The company did say that, I guess, during the pandemic, they have noticed an increase for their products. A lot of people have been buying shit online and fragrances. I feel like fragrances saw a boon last year with the pandemic. I know I blind bought a lot, still blind buying a few this year. Um, a lot of the reviewers that I watch on YouTube, a lot of them say like they were into fragrances before, but something about last year kind of rekindled their love, or maybe they were just starting to get into fragrances and they bought a lot last year. I guess it's the whole being at home and being bored and why not smell something pretty. Um, but yeah, they said fragrances actually, like while a lot of industries were affected negative, negatively by the pandemic, fragrances were like one of those areas where they actually saw growth. So I'm not too surprised there. But apparently 
um, Amwaj, which is Middle Eastern. I did not know they were a Middle Eastern fragrance house. Uh, they are a luxury fragrance house, um, but they're looking to build up, I guess, like their brick and mortar stores and their presence and um, high-end department stores across the U.S., such as Neiman Marcus, Nordstrom, Bloomingdale's, Saks Fifth Avenue. Um, they're going to relaunch at Bergdor Bergdorf Goodman um, and expand their presence in Neiman Marcus in a few key cities. They're also going to revamp their online um, website where you can order. Apparently, I guess they're just trying to make a very, uh, the whole experience of buying their perfumes very high end. So they mentioned that through um, the website, they can have the option to choose gift wrap. If they wanna gift wrap their purchases, the color of the wrapping paper, add a message and choose their favorite complimentary sample. So um, very interesting. Like I said, I thought Amwage already had a pretty big presence in the US market. But again, that's just me talking about Fragcom, which is probably a very small subset of people in the US. Not everybody is a psychopath like we are when it comes to fragrances and, want, and owns like 50 plus. Um, that's a little bit different. <laughs> but apparently there is a demand for Amwaj. I've never smelled Amwaj, but I know people tend to like uh, Sunshine. That's a big one I always see talked about. And there's one in like a blue bottle that I don't know. I don't remember what it's called. The bottles are very off-putting to me, I'll be honest. I'm not a big fan of just like the rectangle, solid colored boxes. Uh, they don't they don't inspire excitement in me. And sometimes I will not test out a fragrance because of the bottle. I just, it just does not make me have a desire for it. Um, that obviously will change, of course, because I just picked up a Club de Nuit from Armoff, which is another Middle Eastern uh, fragrance brand. Uh, they're most known for their clones, and it is a clone of, supposed to be a clone of Tom Ford and War Day de War. The scent is beautiful. The packaging is god awful and tacky and and cheap looking and clunky, but I don't care because the scent is beautiful. I have not yet compared it side by side to my Norden War sample. That will be next week for next week's show. So stay tuned for that. But from my memory from trying the sample a few weeks ago, it's pretty dang close and I'm very, very happy with the knockoff. But all that to say is, Yes, there are exceptions. I have not yet tried Amwaj. I've heard good things about their fragrances. Their bottles just put me off to it. You know, same thing with like Bond number nine. I hate their bottles as well. Never tried them <laughs> because of that. But if you like Amwaj, just be on the lookout because they're going to have a much more uh, stronger presence in the U.S. and I think Canada too. I think it's the Americas, so not just the U.S. because while we like to think that we are the only America, there's multiple. So <clears throat> let me know if you're excited, if you've noticed an uh, increase in Amwaj, um, where you're at, if you frequent any of these higher-end department stores, the, um, the fragrance counters at least, if you've noticed an uptick in um, Amwaj presence, I'm interested to know. And as always, links to these articles will be in the show notes and on the blog. Thanks.
All right. And that brings us to the end of this week's episode. As always, thank you for listening, whether you're a new, uh, new listener, an OG listener. Um, I appreciate you and I hope you continue to stick around as we have a, we, it's just me, <laughs> but, um, I have a lot of fun on here talking about fragrances and bullshitting, um, virtually with you guys. If you want to connect with me um, online, I'm on Instagram at Pinot and Perfume. I also have a blog on WordPress, pinotperfume.wordpress.com. I'll have clickable links to everything in the show notes on Anchor. That's the format on there is not always the best, so I put it in the blog. I will probably not be doing a individual write-up on Voce Viva just because I've been, I'm tired of writing. I've been doing thank you notes from my shower all weekend and um, I'm tired of, of being in front of, I'm tired of writing. So I will probably not have an, a, an individual write-up. So you'll just have to deal with hearing me talk about it this week. Um, but the, the links to everything that's normally in the show notes will also be on the blog. Um, you can also email the show pinot and perfume podcast at gmail.com and if you love emily in paris or you love to hate emily in paris i have a second podcast that i co-host with my friend jenna it's called savoir shade it's an emily in paris recap right now only season one is up because i don't think season two is out yet uh, but we recap all of season one and go on some real tangents. So if you just want something mindless to put in the background while you're doing work or whatever, washing dishes, doing a chore, whatever, um, look that up. It's on with an, it's an anchor podcast as well, but you can listen to it wherever you listen to this one, Spotify, Apple podcasts, you know, the major, the usual suspects. Um, yeah, with that, I'll leave you to it to enjoy the rest of your weekend. I hope that whatever you're doing, you're having fun, you are being safe, but most importantly, you are smelling good. Bye. Pinot and Perfume is hosted and produced by yours truly, Sarah Chacon. Theme music is Around the Bend by Evan Schaefer.